All right. Well, we talked about this a little already, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a different player this season. Obviously, he's, you know, getting the ball a little more now that someone else isn't around. Uh, what did we think of him as a whole today? I was very Again, impressed. It's the best he's looked since he was a rookie. Yeah. Those first, was it four games maybe when he was a rookie? We were like, we're six. Clyde was, you know, like a rookie of the year favorite almost. He'd had that near 200 all-purpose yard game. And then he yeah, got it was, hurt. It was the first game of his career was yeah. the best game of his career. But, but like the, you know, the games after that, he was still doing enough that people were like, wow, Clyde is legitimate. All the way up to when he first got hurt in his NFL career. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of never the same. And then last year, oh, wow, Clyde looks good. Got hurt. Never the same. So I, I'll, I'd be lying if I said if I'm not approaching this with a little bit of trepidation that, the, you know, the shoe will drop. It's as good as he's looked since that first game, since that game, because he was good in the passing game. He was running for, you know, six yards a carry during the entire stretch. He was explosive. He looked free. He hit every hole, like whatever. I mean, there weren't any misses. He did the job that he was asked to do to perfection today, but they also didn't abuse him, which I like. When you got to the important parts of the game and they had clearly blown him out, him and Jarek McKinnon at halftime had the identical number of carries, the identical number of touches. They were doing the same thing. They're just doing it. They, did. they were, they, I think they both had 18 snaps in the first half. So it's, yeah. it's not like he was the only guy out there. No. Mm-hmm. And Pacheco only had two or three to that point, which was kind of fun in a dynamic part because like when they had to just like in the game and just like put the hammer down, Pacheco was just waiting for there. I wouldn't care if that was their strategy, even in a close game. We're going we're gonna to wear you down with these two guys. And now it's close, and it's a four-point lead. And now we're going to bring in a guy with completely fresh legs, and we're going to bulldoze you. Because that's, like, Clyde's never been that back. But they use him around the goal line, which is where Daryl used to steal from him the year before, which means Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon aren't going to steal from him anymore, so he can be more valuable from a touchdown perspective, which has never been his strength. And he just ran better. He looked more confident. But also, he was talking that way, Nick. Like when we listened to him in preseason, he seemed genuinely mad at all of us when we made we all hey we all got on Twitter the second he had to leave one practice he missed a, he missed the beginning of a practice in training camp because yeah. he had some injury we didn't know about and we're like well here we go again and Clyde <laughs> so stepped to the podium the, yeah he stepped up to the podium the next day full of piss and vinegar like he seemed motivated to shut yeah, us that, all yeah, up, be, which is fine good and that's fine because he. What is on the physically he was on the pup list, so he didn't practice. And he was like, Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. I'm sure he's tired of hearing about it too. Like, yeah, I would think so. We 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 all talk about how Clyde was a first round pick, and then Jonathan Taylor was taken after him. And last year he leads the league in rushing. Like, I'm sure Clyde hears all of that. The reality is, I think with the Chiefs, the way that, that the the Chiefs offense is always gonna run under Andy Reid is that. There's never going to be a true number one. Like he a, may be the most cream talented guy, maybe, but that was it. Right. When you're an elite talent, it's like, okay, well, this guy's head and shoulders above everybody yeah. else. But like, for the most part, it's going to be a timeshare. Jarek McKinnon's going to get touches. Isaiah Pacheco is going to get touches. Now, if the game were closer, Clyde probably would have played more than he did down the stretch, but there was no need to push it. Especially a guy in his position who's got a history of being injured why run him into the ground in week one when you're blowing the other team out? But this is the best opportunity he's ever had to just kind of take the reins of that spot. Again, I think, I think McKinnon and Pacheco are both going to have roles on this team, but Clyde also talked this off season about how 
this is the first time in his NFL career where he hasn't spent some significant portion of the summer rehabbing from an injury where he hasn't had to like, cause I think, what was it last year? Did he have like gallbladder surgery? Yeah. And he came in so, underweight and a whole bunch of weird so, stuff. So these aren't we didn't find like, out about that until like way after the fact, but so these aren't even like injury concerns, right? It's not even like, Oh, is this going to hamper him? It's like, no, he's never had a full off season to just fully prepare for football. You know, what's weird is like, Nick, I never, I don't think I, I told you, I don't think he deserved the chance to just like, don't just give him the job. What the hell? Mm-hmm. He's barely been on the field. Daryl got a thousand yards last year. That's what he did in his best year, right? A thousand all purpose yards. I'm like, he didn't deserve to just be given the job. But today was a bit of a reminder that when everyone's healthy and everything's going great, he's their most talented running back. Like, I, I think I can accept that reality. They can put them all three on the field. And the simple answer for who is the Chiefs' best running back to me is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Unless either of you see it different than that. Today no. it was definitely him. I'm eating humble pie because I was a little hard on him last week. And I said that we need someone bigger and beefier. And he proved me wrong today. But that guy, that bigger, beefier guy, Caleb, I feel like that's Pacheco. That's yeah, why exactly. It's a good like balance. Yes. Exactly. Like, I think there are... I think all three of those guys and Rojo wasn't active. Who knows what the whole plan is for him. Save him Uh, in case someone gets hurt. Yeah. I mean, seriously, but those three guys that we saw play, like to me, they all have very specific roles. Clyde is going to be your sort of your every down back, so to speak, but Pacheco is going to get in the mix. They like him as a receiver. Like there were a few plays where they split him out wide I think he's probably your best back near the goal line if you want to run those power run situations, which the mm-hmm. Chiefs don't do a ton of. But if it's third and one, Pacheco's probably the guy I want to have the carry because he is more of a north-south. I'm just going to sort of try and bulldoze you over. And then McKinnon's your third down back. He is your and best your receiving back. back. Yeah. yeah, we saw that today. We saw him rip off that big reception. So I feel like in this Chiefs offense, if this is the way it's going to be post Tyreek Hill, a lot of mouths to feed. And I feel like this coaching staff is looking at all these different dudes and saying, there's not one guy besides Kelsey that we can rely upon game in, game out. Doesn't matter the matchup. Doesn't matter what we're trying to run. He's going to get his. Everybody else, it's sort of like, this is what you do best. This is your strength. We are going to utilize that. It may not be every game. You may not eat every single Sunday, but there are going to be situations where it's like it may be Pacheco's day one day. It may be Clyde's day one day. That's what it was today. So I think he's definitely the most talented back. And like at the end of the year, he'll probably be the most productive. But I I, I see all three of these guys having roles all year. I guess it's kind of funny with them is you forget last year, even though they had all the trouble with the running backs and Clyde was hurt again. And it felt like it was just Daryl. And he never like wowed you, wowed you. He just like did the job that they were middle of the road in the NFL rushing yards. Yeah. Like 15th. You're like, weird. Oh, that's surprising. Now look, teams were pretty much daring them to run. That's what again was so confusing about the game today. I just, just real back, back to Vance Joseph. Just one more time, Nick. It doesn't kill. <laughs> it just, it doesn't make sense. There is four years of Patrick Mahomes as a full-time NFL starter. And every single piece of evidence supports the idea that you should not blitz Patrick Mahomes. Matter of fact, after I watched Matt Stafford get blitzed exactly zero times in that Thursday night game, I wondered to myself, 
will these teams just stop blitzing great quarterbacks altogether? And then there's Vance Joseph, who rolls in and blitzes a quarterback more than 50% of the time and gets absolutely punished for it. So I'll be honest, I don't think that the Chargers are going to fall into that same trap. I don't think that the offense will look as fluid as it And it'll be a completely different test. I just don't think it will look the same as it did against the Cardinals because you'd be foolish to make that mistake. Like, you'd be foolish to blitz in 54% of the time again. So... Like, that's where all the running game comes into factor. When teams stop doing that, when they stop blitzing and bring everyone back, that's when we'll need Pacheco and Clyde and Jarek mm-hmm. at their best because that's when teams will be daring them to run again. When you blitz him, Mahomes is never going to hand the ball off because he'll he'll beat you anyway. It doesn't matter. I don't. I, he doesn't care about the running game at that point. One thing that we haven't even mentioned yet is that Mahomes kind of sustained an injury today, which is, leads yeah. me into our injuries. We had a couple kind of right off the bat. What is our level of concern with these injuries? Okay, so I guess where do we start? (laughs) Mahomes is dead last because they said it was negative and he played the entire game. Yes, I don't know. He played it pretty good and he hurt it in like the first quarter. So, I mean, he's the quarterback, so there's always a little bit of concern. But eh, pretty, I think because of that, you cannot put him dead last. He is your franchise quarterback. You kind of need him to be healthy. So, so what do I got? I mean, I can't put him dead last. I mean, you can put him once. You can put him one spot ahead of Bucker. Okay, yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> Butker dead last because I got you know Justin Reed, so problem solved. Right. Then, then Patrick. Then it's between the guys and Trey Smith and Trent McDuffie that mm-hmm. probably bring up that category. McDuffie is obviously the most concerning um, for the game on Thursday, even because I know they might not have Keenan Allen because Keenan Allen has also suffered an injury today, and he has made it seem like mm, with a hamstring, it's going to be tight. But uh, I did you watch any of those throws Justin Herbert made again today? My God, man, he makes like I know that we're in love with Mahomes here, and that's fine. And he is the best quarterback in the NFL. The only other guy in the NFL who makes some of those throws is Herbert. Have he you guys, hits seen, guys going ninety miles an hour in the opposite direction? It makes no sense. Have you guys seen the bot? You know those like Boston Dynamics robots? Yeah. Yes, but they look like dogs, and they can like climb trees and i and, constantly think they're going to eventually take over humanity yeah that yeah right. exactly and they scare me they scare me because i'm like this this thing is too good at they're better than humans right the yes. they're more efficient they're stronger they're faster than humans like that's what scares me that's what justin herbert reminds me of like he is one of those robots built in a <laughs> laboratory except the only thing they taught him how to do was throw a football yes He's so freaking good at it. So I so, kind of like McDuffie back. Right. I don't even know how good McDuffie is. I just want all of our cornerbacks. Yes. I want everybody. We need numbers if the Chiefs <laughs> are going to have a chance in slowing that offense down. Like Allegretti did a pretty good job in the absence of Trey Smith. He's not the mauler. He's not going to push everyone down. You're not going to get these highlight real things where it looks like he's just enjoying physically assaulting people on the football field. Like, you're not going to get those plays out of Allegretti versus T- Trey Smith, so you're going to miss that. Especially you're going to miss, a, you know, a good blocker against a very good defensive line in the Chargers. But Herbert and no corners is, you know, because it's not just corners, Nick. It's like, it's almost like if they just had a veteran back there, you'd feel so much different. But you know that if McDuffie doesn't play, the two guys behind them are a fourth-round rookie corner and a seventh-round rookie corner. Look, Jalen Watson had a nice pass breakup. It's not me. I want to find out how we would look against Herbert. Because Herbert's one of the quarterbacks that even if Keenan Allen doesn't play, he can bury you with dudes you've never heard of before. 
Like uh, the, the guy today in the, the Cardinals game, who ended up, I think, maybe being their leading reserve, Greg Dorched. Greg Dorched of the world with... Excuse me? <laughs> with, <laughs> That's with, not a real football player. It is. He doesn't run an uh, HVAC company in the offseason. He actually is a real <laughs> football player named Greg Dorched, and he was their leading receiver today. Seven catches for 63 yards. Okay. He was only in there because they had multiple injuries. Pete, Pete Sweeney and I had probably went back and forth on this multiple times because I'm like... I'm pretty sure a five foot seven guy named Greg Dorched is not a yes agreed Nick not a real football player impossible made up that's a that's one of like those Madden creative player and they just give you a random name at the beginning that's Greg and, Dorch. and you're the only weirdo who like puts your real height you're like I'm gonna make him my height he's five seven you're like oh, come <laughs> on man like he's gonna play NFL wide receiver in a video game make him six three like everyone else okay so we're gonna talk like, yeah. at, Herbert can do that it's scary we're gonna talk more about the Chargers game on Wednesday. Yes. So this will be a fun little change of pace here. We're doing a preview. But Kayla, before we wrap this up, I feel like you and I should take not one, but two victory laps. Cody, you can sit here and watch because oh. not only <laughs> is Jody Fort's season full effect, but you're a start on your bet against Cody, the Juju Smith-Schuster over 1,000 yards this year. Because That's 79 right. receiving yards 79 today for Juju. On six receptions, so, yeah. Congratulations to you, Kayla. 2-0 and so far to start the year. Cody, do you have anything to say for yourself? Well, that would be on pace for 1,300 yards. So bad start. Bad start for me. But in my defense, Kayla also talked trash on Kansas football that is now 2-0. and And her Missouri oh, Tigers I wasn't even going to bring it up. Whipped. Guys. Whipped. I wasn't even going to bring it up. Well. We were doing so well. I don't even want to talk about it. I didn't even watch. I did not watch after the rain delay. I didn't come back. I was all you into Texas, to. Alabama. And I'm like, I'm not going to ruin my day today. So we're just going to keep that off. I was yeah. looking at updates, but it just wasn't worth it. I didn't want I that negativity that, in my life. Is it what, what odds do you think we would have put on five years ago that Kansas football would have a better quarterback than a team in the SEC? Like within five years, I would have told you that was possible because that's definitely happened between KU and MU right now. Because Cook is terrible. I was at a, I put my relationship on the line last night. I was at uh -oh. a wedding. <laughs> the the father of the bride is giving the speech. It's like an emotional speech. He's sort of tearing up. And Kansas is in overtime versus West Virginia. And I've got the I've got <laughs> a phone sitting like on my app. It wasn't obvious that I was watching the game like everybody's just like kind of like oh my gosh this speech so amazing and meanwhile i'm watching espn plus <laughs> on my phone so girlfriend wasn't super happy about it needless to say but um you know the things we do the things we do for our teams guys in your defense when was the last time a kansas football game was interesting at any point during the <laughs> fall at all dude i've never that's why, that's why i've never cared about fall weddings because it's like i'm not missing much you're like, oh, this Saturday was, in the fall? This will be fine. Yeah, this Kansas fine would have me. already played at 11, or if they were playing at 7 o'clock, it's against and some And they're losing team. by 40, yeah. So <laughs> it's never mattered until this weekend. But, um, yeah, Jody Fortson now with Fortson. Uh, Fort Season. Fort Season, full effect. By the way, his stat line is my favorite from today. One reception one for one yard and one touchdown. That is efficiency. That's the Jody Fortson patented stat line, by the way. Just bring him in one the or two line. catches for a touchdown you know we joke about him but it's very obvious that when he's on the yeah. field in the red zone Mahomes is looking his way 
Because he's a monster. He's giant. He, yeah. He's massive. He's athletic. Mahomes is like, I'll just chuck it up to him and he'll go make a play. He must just not be fast enough to be like an everyday NFL tight end, but he gets down there and it doesn't matter. You don't have to be like the fastest guy. You just got to be like kind of shifty and a giant. So they're like, well, he's kind of shifty and a giant. We'll do this because his career stat line essentially mimics what you're talking about. Kayla, all he does is catch touchdowns. That's it. He just exists for one reason. To play. I mean, it, I, I can't think of a single other NFL player that I remember doing it to this effect if this continues this season. The way it he was had, before he got hurt and the way it is now makes no sense. He has six <laughs> targets, six catches, three touchdowns in his career. <laughs> they never missed him. Every time Mahomes targets him, he completes the pass. And half of those times are for a so touchdown. So what's our over-under? What's our over-under for Jody Fortson touchdowns oh, this year? Three and oh. a half? Oh, what? What do you think? Six and a half? That's conservative. I told you. I'm going over that for sure. Yeah. I'd say like six. I think it's going to be six. You said six before the season. So there's no reason for you to back off of it now. He's already (laughs) got the one. Off to a great start. He's on pace for 17. All you have to do is assume his production will dip a little bit. He'll still be fine. If he finishes this season with like 12 catches for 37 yards and eight touchdowns, I'm going to be like, what the hell? What the hell are we doing here? And no NFL team will figure out how to defend him. And when they do, they'll be like, that's it. You know what? They're inside the five. We got to lock down Jody Fortson. Then Travis <laughs> Kelsey is just going to catch the touchdowns and they'll have a lot of very serious regrets. It's the All right. Well, we are looking ahead on Wednesday, correct, guys? Yes. The Chargers, yes, Thursday indeed. night football. We cannot wait. That is Nick Schwartz. That is Cody Tapp. I'm Kayla Canaram. This is It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Enjoy the win, Chiefs Kingdom, and we will be back with you on Wednesday.